to Living Within the Sweet Spot with your host, Nikki Klegel. Have you been searching for that something within you? The one thing that is designed to bring abundance into your life? Are you not finding it yet? By partnering with God, you are sure to discover the key to living a happier and more fulfilling life. Now, here is Nikki Klegel. Hello, everyone. Yes, this is Nikki Klegel with Fulfill Your Legacy, and I am so happy you are here with us today on Living Life Within the Sweet Spot. I'm an author, a coach, and a speaker, and I'm also the founder of Fulfill Your Legacy, where I help people deeply partner their life with God, clarify their God-given life purpose, and tap into the Trinity and all there is to offer with that. So you can reach your goals and your dreams higher than you ever thought possible. I lead people to a place where they're empowered by the work they do, the health they're in, and the relationships they have. But Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. All right. I think this is a great lead in. It's my normal lead in, but it's perfect for today's topic because we are going to be bringing in Wendy Gentry. She's a PhD and author, soon to be coach and speaker. Um, Also, iTunes podcaster of Business at Done and Bright, but her whole passion is empowering people to step into all that they're called to be and how that might look, even business owners. So let's talk a little bit about how the show goes so new people can get a feel for this. Basically, we're going to break the show into three parts. The first part is where I'm going to give you a quick little coaching tool, and I always offer something free. Today's fits so well. It's called God Goals. It really gets you starting um, on a great path and really stepping into the call God has for you. Next, the second part of the um, show is going to be when we come back with Wendy Gentry, and she's going to offer us a lot of insight, uh, encouragement, and she's just real and lovely. Okay, then the last part of the show is open for call-ins. I already have... Oh, gosh, you guys, hundreds of emails. It's hard for me to choose, but I have two picked out in case nobody calls in. But please, people, call in. We love to do coaching one-on-one with people. Any topic you have, we'd love it. Um, But I've got two great backups, if not. And so let's go ahead and get started. Whenever I do this first part of the show where we just do a little coaching, I basically want you to know it's always everything I do is broken into this four-part system. It's always first we look at what the problem is that we're talking about. Next, we consider what the Word tells us. I love to see people getting to the Word where the real answers are, tuning out what the world says and really getting to the heart of what we're being taught. Words that we know are true and right. Then after we look at what the words say, we go to what is the gift? It always helps us follow the word if we really stop and think, okay, what's in it for me? That's the way we're wired. So we might as well know the truth and not think about um, things of this world. Let's think about the truth, what the truth tells us our blessings are if we follow the word and last free will. All right. So consider the problem, consider the word, consider the gift, consider the choice. Here we go. What is the problem? So basically, it's getting to be, it is almost November. We are one day away from November. And last year, I had such a movement of people come November and December that really wanted to start their new year off right. They looked back at the last year and thought one of several things. One is, Oh my gosh, I didn't accomplish any of the goals I had last year. Sometimes people are like, yeah, I, you know, I did okay, but man, I want to do better this year. Sometimes people 
feel like they don't dare dream. You know, they they feel like they've got missed opportunities. They see other people and they're looking around seeing other people accomplish things and they feel like, you know, I don't even know where to what what to hope for for next year and then sometimes we can e- live in this idle place our life is pretty darn comfortable here the thing i need to say is this show and by the way anyone listening right now on voice america you can also go to my facebook page and see us live we are streaming onto my facebook page so get to nikki klegel n-i-c-c-i-e K-L-I-E-G-L, Nikki Klegel, and then it's the Fulfill Your Legacy page, not my personal page, the Fulfill Your Legacy page, Nikki Klegel, Fulfill Your Legacy. We're streaming live there, and there's going to be free tools that you can get um, printed off there, but this is my point in stopping to talk about that. I have listeners, we, Wendy, you're on with me today, we have listeners from many countries. I see the numbers every week. I see the thousands that are listening. And, uh, you know, here in the United States, many of us listening, uh, it's easy to be idle. We, we are not in want too much, but that is not the way it is for all my listeners. I'm getting emails of people that um, would live in great appreciation um, if they had half the things we have. And we need to, to be um, grateful with the blessings we do have. Let them multiply and keep, keep them going. But we can easily not reach our goals because we simply are comfortable. I want us to be uncomfortable and step out. So the problem, let's look at that real quick, maybe feeling like I didn't meet my goals. I didn't accomplish all of them, but some of them. I didn't dare to dream and have a great big goal. And lastly, you know what? I'm so comfortable. Do I really need to? Things are good. Yes, you do. Okay, so let's get to what the word says. So the word says basically many verses telling us that God wants us to dream big. He wants us to have big goals. He wants us to, he made a destiny inside of us. He made us for a purpose and for a specific reason to go out and reach these things. And it is also in his interest. His dream is that we do great work for him so we can be fishermen and we can bring more purpose to him. That's why he sets a call on us. That's, he doesn't do it just so that we can live in the lap of luxury, all happy and peace-filled and whatever. That's great. That's the blessing we get. But there's a purpose for this. We have to work. Some people don't like work for God. They think that that's then to get them up to heaven or something. I don't mean that. I mean work for God because he, he, is, our, he is in us. He is moving in us. He has a call on us. And I want to make him my focus, him my purpose, him my direction, and the people he wants me to reach who are his own sons and daughters. All of you out there listening right now, your children are his children. Your neighbor is his son or daughter. The people that you work with and lead are his children. Do we own this? Do we stop and think about this? But man, it can really put you in a new direction. Okay, so let's get to some of this word or I'm going to run out of time. All right, so there's two different hunks of verses that I really want us to consider and think about this in terms of what is our call? How can we step into it? Make some good goals for the new year. All right, so this is a section of the Bible. Everything is meaningless. It's talking about, okay? So listen to these words. 
So the words of the teacher, son of David, king of Jerusalem, meaningless, meaningless, says the teacher, utterly meaningless. Everything is meaningless. What do people gain from their labors at which they toil under the sun? Generations come and generations go, but the earth remains forever. The sun rises and the sun sets and hurries back where it rises. The wind blows to the south and it turns to the north. Round and round it goes, ever turning on its course. All streams flow into the sea, yet the sea is never full. To the place the streams come from, there they return again. All things are wearisome, more than one can say. The eye never has enough seeing. The ear never Oh, the ear, it's filling of hearing. What has been will be again. What has been done will be done again. There is nothing new under the sun. Is there anything of which one can say, look, this is something new? I love this. Absolutely. God has put something new in you. And if you don't feel it, it's there. Trust me. Something new is building and stirring in you. And when it doesn't feel that way, because listen, we all are in these places where sometimes we don't know. We don't know what's there, but we have to get into this place of God-partnered living. My company's catchphrase, faith-infused living reaches goals higher. When we get into this place where we are tapped into the Trinity, where we can hear the voice of God, the Holy Spirit nudging and stirring us, the written word that comes alive and teaches and directs and moves us, God who gives us power and strength and might, we start to hear what this new thing is. The seed that has been planted in us from before we were born starts to take root. It starts to shine and grow and get big and we start to see it and this something New becomes real. I want this for you. All right. So I am going to quick stop here a minute because I want you to get to the PDF. And Christy Kimmy, who's a great friend of mine and upcoming author and coach and stuff or speaker, um, she's posting down below here a five-day goal-setting kind of tool to help you get here. But you, this, this journey, this five days mini coaching thing walks you through hearing God tapping into the Trinity, making goals that are going to help direct you and lead you. But there's another section of um, Bible verses that I want to look over and, and the word that's going to give us a lot of truth and clarity. And that is Ecclesiastes 11, 4 through 6. Now listen to this. Whoever watches the wind will not plant. Whoever looks at the clouds will not reap. As you do not know the path of the wind or how the body is formed in the mother's womb, so you cannot yet understand the work of the maker in all things. So sow your seeds in the morning and at the evening, let your hands not be idle for you do not know which will succeed, whether it is this or that, whether it is both will do equally well. So, I mean, there's so much greatness to this verse because it affirms the last chunk of wisdom that we listen to. It's saying, we don't know. We're human. We don't know. I mean, honestly, wouldn't you love to just know everything? Um, Maybe not. Maybe it'd be a nightmare to know everything, but God knows. And we need to live into that and believe that and trust that and blindly, boldly step out in faith. But he knows. 
And it says in this verse, sow your seed in the morning and don't even be idle at night. So at night, you know, prayerfully call out. You have to do both. You have to seek God, live in prayer, live in the word and all these things, but you also have to work it. And just this combined effort of working out your call, stepping into it blindly, but also getting to God and and knowing that in that there's going to be a lot of truth a lot of wisdom, and then we're doing the labor as well. And it's no more idle labor. It's no more toiling. Remember that verse that I read earlier talked about how weary we get? The the world right now, so many people, so many of my emails are emails from people saying, I'm exhausted. I am working my tail off and, and I'm exhausted. And we do not grow weary when we're working for God. We start to get infused and energized and it feels right. We know when we're on the right path. He gives us energy that we don't have. He sustains us. All right. So we've looked at the word now. We've considered the problem. We've looked at the word is telling us. Now let's consider what the gift is. So I really want us to consider yet one more verse. Try not to, we're done with the verse section, but but I think it's going to give us a lot of clarity on our blessings. Listen to this, Matthew 6, 33 Seek first the kingdom of God, and here's your blessing. It will be granted to you. This is where we go wrong. Do we seek God first? You know, we get focused in the world on our goal, and we start looking at the numbers, and we start focusing on performance, and we start focusing on improvement. And I love that. I come from a healthcare field where um, performance improvement was my thing. Like, we could reach any goal, right? But... I don't want you to just have worldly goals. I, I mean, you can achieve a lot. There's a lot of people that don't, don't follow God, don't know God, and they're doing great things. They're good people, and they get blessings from being good. And they're doing hard work, and they get blessings from being hard work. Um, they probably call them, um, I don't know, success of their hard work. But I'm going to tell you, I want more for you. I want you to do that. And I want you to call on God. And I want you to live in God. And I want you to give him glory for the work that he's doing in your life. And I want you to give him thanks because you know that he also was part of this journey. And that then you get the the gifts of the world plus all of the blessings of God because you worked with and in him. And when you give him thanks, why this is so important that you give him thanks is because you are owning his place in your life too. You are not just owning your own position. Okay, great, because then all the rest of the world depends on you and you got to go work your tail off next time. But if you own God's position in your place and give him thanks, you, you it's a mind shift. You understand his presence in your life and you're more apt to call on him again. And what does he do to people who takes their time talents and they use them wisely and they give him thanks he multiplies them and then we give him thanks for that and he multiplies them again this is what i want for you so the blessing is that we do it with god and he grants we he grants all right so then the last part we're down to about two minutes it's the choice listen everyone we have free will it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing and it's a hard miserable thing because we don't often make the right choice i don't anyway and i always see it when i screw up when i always make a wrong decision there i always get it i'm like "Uh uh-huh 
that's what I did. All right, but we have free will and we can make this choice. And I want to challenge you to make some goals this year. Get excited. You have two months to come up with some plans for your future. They may be personal plans. They may be work-related plans. But I want these plans to be partnered with God. Get to my website. um, Get to the link that's on this Facebook thing and do this five-day mini coaching challenge on God-partnered goals. And I cannot wait for you to see what happens. Now, we, I want you to stay tuned because when we come back, we've got Wendy here. She is all about empowering women. She has a three-step process that she really focuses her work around, and it helps people do just this, step into their call, step into their purpose. She's got an awesome podcast. We're going to share that with you when she comes back. But listen, come back after the break on Living Within the Sweet Spot. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com We give all we have to our work, pushing ourselves to be a success. We go the extra mile for our children, giving them every shot at life. We run from one activity to the next, rarely enjoying a meal together. And it's threatening our families, relationships, bodies, and our future. Author, coach, and speaker, Nikki Klegel, developed a proven process for navigating through this life with joy, success, and energy by partnering with God every step of the way. Nikki offers guidance for life purpose, positive self-esteem, successful goal setting, success after setbacks, gaining forgiveness, freedom, and accepting abundance are attainable. This life-transforming coaching experience is based on Nikki's book, Awaking the Living Legacy, and is now offered in a self-study at the Living Legacy Academy. For more information, visit NikkiKlegel.com. That's NikkiKlegel.com. Should there be more to your life? Do you need a change? Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young will provide empowering commentary each week to encourage you. She will interview successful personalities from movies, television, business, technology, health, and academia. All of them have amazing stories resulting in transformed lives. You'll learn how to discover real happiness, financial success, and fulfillment to live your highest purpose. Join her on Tuesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and a replay Fridays at 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com This is Living Within the Sweet Spot with Nikki Klegel. The phone lines are ready for you to call in and connect with our program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you're feeling a bit shy, send Nikki an email to Nikki at NikkiKlegel.com. Now, back to Living Within the Sweet Spot. 
Yes, everyone, this is Nikki Clago with Fulfill Your Legacy. I am so happy you are back with us on Living Within the Sweet Spot. This is going to be a fun section. I love this middle part where I get to bring in my guests, and I'm bringing in Wendy Gentry. She's a PhD, soon-to-be author, coach, speaker, and she has a wonderful iTunes podcast called Business Done Bright. She loves to empower people mostly women, but I might be wrong. She can correct me if not. And helping people step into their real purpose and call that they have. So you can see that we are soul sisters, right? All right, Wendy, can you go ahead and just share with everyone a little bit about why I asked you to be on this show and how we know each other and um, greet the audience? I think we share a common path and we're in a community together called Igniting Souls. And I was part of your book launch a few years ago. And I remember you speaking at your book launch and reading part of your book. And I thought, I'm supposed to know you. I love your message. Your daughter was walking around with the phone. And I thought that is a family centered around the whole um, around the same thing. It's like Mm -hmm. your family was unified in supporting your dream, which God was leading you to. And I thought that is a place that is a family I'd love to be around. And so Mm -hmm. that just kind of was like a magnet to me. Oh, that is so sweet. And Wendy, I did not know that. I never knew that. I'm so glad that you shared that story. Um, you're, you're all about empowering women and you don't even know you just empowered me. <laughs> all right. So, um, so I'm going to open the stage up a little bit about Wendy more so how I know her. Um, and, and maybe she'll be surprised at some of my story with her. And then we've got a couple good questions and she's going to be teaching us this kind of three-step thing that I think is awesome and so cool. So the first time I saw Wendy was on Facebook. And so, yeah, she had gotten on my show. I didn't even know that, but she liked my page to get there. And every time she'd pop up something, a video, it would come up. She did a live video, I don't know, six months, a year ago, somewhere in there. And it was for her um, current business. She's she's an instructor. She actually is, um, what's what do I call that? Hold on a second. She is a, a doctoral instructor with Baker University, but she had been leading women, I think, in kind of uh, some business strategies and stuff. And I thought, oh my word, that gal is smart as a whip. And she is going to, whoever's going to be joining up with her, you know, and I loved your presence in your video. So engaged. And I think that's probably, Wendy, one of the things that um, I, I, ins- I wanted to copy. I wanted to emulate that in you, that just heart when you speak um, to people. And so when we're empowering and this lesson that we're going to be on is kind of goal setting and getting yourself to the next level, stepping into your call, but getting yourself surrounded by people that are going to inspire you to get there is huge and partnering yourself with help of people that um, are doing it the same way. We have to be careful. Uh, You know this where we can easily get to the world and all their fixes and all the things that they tell us we need to do. And we also have to partner that you and I both know with God and the call he has on us. So that leads into share a, a story that makes sense on this journey of moving forward. And I know you've got a great one. Can you share it with us? Yes. About, you know, finding or thinking I had my purpose in life and God redirecting my path. I'm, I'm happy to share that story. Yes. So I think um, men and women, you know, will relate to this, I think, but maybe the women a little more so. So imagine that you're trying to create a life 
And I mean that that way. I was trying to create a life that I thought I was supposed to have, right? And these things can start at young childhood. So even if we think about the toys that we have as a child, sometimes we're already creating the path that we want. So I'll tell you what my one of my favorite toys was, baby wet and care. <laughs> baby wet and care. You know, awesome. that, that, is the, that is the doll that can get yeah. diaper rash and you can care for the child. You can care yeah. for the doll. And I loved... Um, I love baby wet and care because I always felt that I was called to be a mother and mm-hmm. that's what I so wanted. And so many children want that as well. So of course, as I get married um, and you know, you create a space for that to happen, you know, you create, you, you tell your people you work with that this, that you, this are your plans and they expect it to happen quickly. You create a space in your house and I created a sewing room and painted it Yemen, lemon yellow, just the perfect lemon yellow. And then I purchased secretly a Beatrix Potter bunny and I saw in a store. And that became the toy that I was going to have as the first toy for, this, for my baby. And it never happened. Um, I was unable to conceive and the doctors could not figure out why. Um, went through all the expensive treatments and shots and everything that you could do for years. And it was heartbreaking is an understatement, you know, because I felt like ever since a child, this is what I felt I was called to do. But was it? It really wasn't. God had another plan for me. So I took so long to realize that um, going through that denial and the pain and the loss of that and the why me's, honestly, that can go around with that pain and had to finally let go that there's a reason for this and there's another way I can serve others and you know, help others in their path. They don't have to be my own child. And I, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I think that's probably why I'm drawn to serve and help women so much in their journey is, is part of that loss. It, it probably is that. Yeah. So I don't know, there's something that stood out so much to me when you were sharing that story. I did know that that about you and, and that's so touching, but you, so many of our listeners have this. They think their purpose was something and it's not happening and it could be that it's not a no from God. It's a redirection. It's not, a, you don't get it. It's a, just a redirection. But she said, I had to let go. I don't even know if you said that, but we, this is what happens when we get our minds so focused on kind of what we think and what the world thinks. We, we can miss all these doors and opportunities that God has put in front of us. And she said, I had to let go. And that's beautiful, Wendy. You were about to say something. No, oh, I, it, oh, no, go ahead, Nikki. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> You're cute. Okay. So if you think of it, go ahead and say it. It must have been ringing um, some truth because there were a lot of hearts going on about that time on Facebook. But then also um, you kind of have this three step thing that you like to go over. I love it. It's catchy and it makes sense and people can reflect on it and kind of apply it to their own life. So share with us a little bit of that. Sure. It's called CPR for the Soulful Woman, and it really stemmed out of my own experience and journey in trying to find CPR, give myself CPR with God's with God's help. Finally, relinquishing myself over to Him. Um, you know, after you know my search and, and desire to have children did not work, I threw myself into work, and perhaps others can relate to this, where you're just filling your schedule. And you're, you're, meeting, you're setting goals for yourself and you're achieving those goals, but you still feel empty. 
Mm-hmm. That, you know, you're you're almost just stuffing that emptiness back and it's it's not really making you feel any more fulfilled. And we can do that even with service. I was throwing myself into nonprofit work, which has my heart, but there is a limit to what you should do, I think, because if it sacrifices your family time and your own health as well. So through those experiences, I finally realized um, and found my way back to God. I, I was raised as a Christian, I, you know, and, you know, went to church in Sunday school and very involved in the church. But somewhere along the way, I knew he was there, but I lost my relationship with him. And when I found it again, that is when he gave me this message of CPR. So there's the longer story of it, Nikki, <laughs> of where this okay, CPR no, came from. <laughs> I love that. I think yeah. it's beautiful. I think it's lovely. I can't wait for us to break it down and hear each letter. We're going to get to that in a second. Um, but that, but I want to point out a couple of things. I, when people speak, I just like hear these things that just sound so true and resonate. And um, this idea of when, when do you need CPR? It's when you've died. And, and her just sort of speaking, um, you know, having to let go of these things that aren't working, that either the plans that we think are right, and they're really not the right plans that we're, we're off. Or maybe it's things that, like she said, you know, she was um, trying to do something that's good and right, volunteering and all this stuff, but it was killing her. It was, you know, redirecting her from the purpose God has her on. And we can get confused because they're good things, but sort of death to those things that are pulling us away from God's call. And then what does CPR do? It breathes in life. And you said, you know, I want, I needed to get back to God. And that's where life comes. You guys, when you're feeling in these places where you just feel like, oh, you know, it's, you're not energized and you're not, um, fully alive when you get the CPR listen it 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 empowers you just like you said it gives you life and it gives you purpose and it gives you direction and we want this for all you so how do we do that you've got to tell us what CPR means what it stands for so CPR um, the first C is clutter to clarity and there are some questions that I wrap around that journey and that is thinking about who am I And I don't mean who the world says you are. I don't mean your identity and your occupation or your volunteer work or an accolade, which is a trap I I admit to falling into as well. But really, who are you in the eyes of God? And then what do you feel called to experience in your life? What do you want to do with your life? So that is clutter to clarity. And the second is passive to purpose. And that is when we seek to find out how do I feel called to serve others with the time that I have left? So that's service. And run down to radiance is what is personal growth? That is, who do I need to become to be able to experience the life that I feel like I want to experience and to serve others the way I feel God has asked me to serve? Because we have to experience personal growth to be able to achieve those goals that he has for us in our life. And that is what CPR is. All right. Let's say these again really quick just for the people listening. Now, I'm noticing that on Facebook, they're writing them down. Awesome. Mark. Um, Mark. Mark just keeps doing it. Okay. So, yeah. Clutter to clarity. Passive to purpose. And run down to radiance. Isn't that awesome? Okay, let's just tell the listeners since we have time here, clutter to clarity. Let's give us let's give everyone some some examples. Um, you speak, and if I see anything, hear anything that sounds so awesome, I'm gonna just interrupt and say, "Oh yeah, listen up, that's good." 
So, you know, in that journey, we really do have to get closer to God in the relationship with him and finding out what are we supposed to do with our life. And so for me, that meant I can give any examples from my own life. That meant that I left corporate after two decades and decided to go back and get a Ph.D. because I felt called to teach. And honestly, I got my eyes open quickly. I thought I was going to teach in a traditional classroom, but I think he had something else in store for me. And that is where I'm using those same skills in a different way and actually in this, in this way as well to empower women using those same teaching skills. Yeah, it's so funny. Um, people, I, oh, you guys listening, hear this loud and true. Um, where we sometimes later look back and know that we shouldn't be in the place we once were does not mean that that was a wrong place. It is preparation. When we are, we are children of God and he is constantly preparing us. He is helping us even when we don't call on him. He's giving us opportunities. I, I too, I was in work that I was good at and that I really loved, made me so passionate. But I just one day, like a switch, I was idle and bored doing the same work that I couldn't even figure out. But you know what? He prepared me. He helped me work with women. He helped me lead them. I was underneath of a very awesome CEO, godly man who gave me good leadership skills. And I learned what I was supposed to learn. And then it was time to move on. And so that unsettling that you all feel, you need to step into it. Because um, it doesn't mean where you were at was bad. Even this caller and Wendy, we've had times where things were horrible, but we, we know that it's for purpose. But, but what's your purpose of tomorrow? Right. What has God planted in you? Okay, can we break down passive to purpose now a little bit better? So what does that mean, passive to purpose? Passive, I think, is not just um, going nonchalant, you know, about your day, you know, because that can just, you want to have purpose in your day, of course, so you, you know, meet your schedule and you, you know, get done the things you need to do, but also in a bigger way. Passive can show up in our lives when we are, and it can come out in good ways. So, let's say you're doing volunteer work. And you're volunteering on a committee, and that serves a wonderful purpose. But if you do that too much, your time is all taken away for what God is calling you to do. Then you're really losing your ability to lean into what he's asking you to do as well. So you're meeting um, maybe the purpose that others have for their life and being part of their agenda, but not your own. That's not always a good thing, but. Yeah, I really like that you're bringing this up. This is probably two, three times now you've, you've kind of mentioned this to people that sometimes we're doing really good and right things. And so it's confusing for us. Like, honestly, we think we're in the right place. It sounds so noble to be doing that. And it is. But if God's calling you to somewhere else, we have to know what this is and listen to it. So I like, I like the word proactive. Passive to me almost sounds the opposite of proactive. Like I think if we literally are seeking God, getting to prayer, getting to the word, um, that's proactive faith. That's like doing what we can ahead of time. And then maybe we have more direction to, to get into that purpose. Radiance. Oh, you go. go oh, I have one, you I have one point yeah. about the passivity yeah. um, is that something you can look at in your own life is Notice when your behavior is changing. So for me, when I was at work, I loved my work, but yet one day I saw my reflection in the, in the window and realized my door was shut. How long had I been shutting the door? How long had I avoided going to you know, the break room to chat with other people, even though I liked them? That would have been a wake-up call 
for me earlier if I had more awareness. Absolutely. So, so good. Same with me. You know, this idleness, I sat on that for a while and was mad at myself for not being able to be energized and cheerful. Couldn't figure out why. Finally, I went to the word. That's what my book's about. Like all of us listening, we need to be thinking on this, like pay attention to our our body and our mind and our heart and our soul and what it's telling us. Okay. Um, so now we have a couple minutes yet. So let's do a little deeper dive into this. This is catchy. I, I want you to later after you're done writing this book, maybe write one on each of these t- topics, but <laughs> run down to radiance. I mean, I just want to do that. Where is the path? Get me on it. I want to be radiant. So <laughs> what, what does this mean? Well, the first thing is, to me, is centered in health and personal growth is the next. But first, we have to be healthy. And a major personal lesson I had that where this came from was that I wasn't listening to my own body and I was listening to other, to the doctors and I was rather sick. I was very sick. Let's just say it what it is. I had been on about eight rounds of antibiotics within about a year and the doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with me, but I knew I had an, a better idea than they did. Um, and it took me a very long time to get um, to a right doctor who was able to figure that out. Um, so really a message in this is trust yourself, be aware of how your body is feeling and do what you can to get healthier. Um, don't just accept somebody, um, you know, the doctor's answers always. They have your best yeah. intentions, but they don't always know. Yeah, I, I like this idea of radiance. To me, that is in those places where you're healthy and you're strong and you're tapped in and, and all that. So I think these are great. Now we have just a couple minutes and I want to save you some time for my last question. So I always like to have everyone sit there and think about how we have listeners from all over, many other countries. I'm going to give a shout out to you guys. Honestly, we've got people in Africa, um, Ireland. I'm trying to think of my Nigeria. I, just awesome. So, so we, if you're speaking to United States and everywhere, what is the one message you want to leave these people with? The one message I would leave is you have an option every single day. You can whine or you can shine. So when we have a setback or we feel lost, let's shine. Let's do it for the glory of God. That's really great. I think that's an awesome place for us to learn. All right, everyone, I want you guys to make sure you return after the break. Uh, There's a couple things. Head over on the break to the Facebook page, Nikki Clagle, Fulfill Your Legacy. Um, Go ahead and like it. Tell us where you're from. Get your freebie. There is a five-day God goals that will help you partner your journey, your life, your goals with what God is calling you to do. Go ahead and get that. Get to both of our iTunes pages. So mine is Fulfill Your Legacy, Living Within the Sweet Spot. Hers is Bright, uh, Business Done Bright. To get to those pages, like and subscribe there. We are just so happy that you have taken some time to be with us. But when we come back, it's question and answer. So tune back in in just a minute or so on Living Life Within the Sweet Spot. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com We give all we have to our work. 
pushing ourselves to be a success. We go the extra mile for our children, giving them every shot at life. We run from one activity to the next, rarely enjoying a meal together. And it's threatening our families, relationships, bodies, and our future. Author, coach, and speaker, Nikki Klegel, developed a proven process for navigating through this life with joy, success, and energy by partnering with God every step of the way. Nikki offers guidance for life purpose, positive self-esteem, successful goal setting, success after setbacks, gaining forgiveness, freedom, and accepting abundance are attainable. This life-transforming coaching experience is based on Nikki's book, Awaking the Living Legacy, and is now offered in a self-study at the Living Legacy Academy. For more information, visit NikkiKlegel.com. That's NikkiKlegel.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. This is Living Within the Sweet Spot with Nikki Klegel. The phone lines are ready for you to call in and connect with our program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you're feeling a bit shy, send Nikki an email to Nikki at NikkiKlegel.com. Now, back to Living Within the Sweet Spot. Hello, everyone. Yes, this is Nikki Klegel and Wendy Gentry back with you on Living Life Within the Sweet Spot. We are so happy you are here in this section of Living Life. We are on questions and answers. We have two great ones here. Do not be shy. Call in if you want coached on any manner. We both do it and we love to do it. And it's fulfilling um, to be able to just give some people some insight. So go ahead and Um, Call in if you want. Lisa is going to be our first email. I thought this was a perfect one for today. So let's go ahead. I'm going to read it here and then we can get to helping her. She says, I see others accomplishing so much and I'm happy for them. But if I'm honest, I wonder what is wrong with me. I can't seem to get ahead. Do you have any tips for me to finally make some progress? So I say yes. Um, but I, I want to point out a couple things. Um, Lisa, I am a strange mix of really kind and loving and stuff, but kind of kind of straightforward too. So I just want you, I can tell that you have a heart to improve. I can tell just by the tone and the way you wrote this. But I also want you to notice something. All of your sentences started with I. So if you might be like me, really focused on what I need to do, how I need to get it right, how I need to. And I'm just guessing we don't have you in person. If you want to hop on, you can. But I want you, listen to me, I want you to take the I out and to make it a we and to really make it strongly partnered with God. And so do that five-day goal thing. It really helps you set up some goals for moving forward. And then the next thing is dream. 
Dream about a big dream because that is not yours. We have so many people um, that have told me, and, and right here on this call, I can see some of the names that say, I remember when I was just a child and I would close my eyes and I'd, I'd, I'd see myself up on stage and I was speaking and I was supposed to be speaking. I, I can't tell you how many times that I've heard that. That is a dream that you don't dream up when you're a child. You wouldn't know to think of that, right? That is a seed that was planted in you. This is who you're supposed to be. Now, how we get there, I'll give you that. Who knows, right? God knows. So we need to get God partnered. We're going to take it to Wendy from here on out, though. So, Wendy, what's some ideas that you had running through your mind when you heard Lisa's question and email? What came to mind was that it's so easy for us to look at other people's journeys and think we were supposed to be there at the same timing as them. Number one, you know, their journey is probably not your, not your, the journey that God has intended for you. And it's likely that their timing is not meant for you either. And I have also fallen into that trap. Um, but yes. When you let go of that feeling and just focus on what you should be doing, you know, for next steps, it's a lot easier to move forward. I love that you said that. And that's so true because there was a little sense of comparing and we all do this, Lisa. Um, we all do it every day. And just that awareness, like Wendy said, you know, once you hear it, then let it go and, and focus back. And how you focus back on the call God has on you is you simply do that. You, as soon as you hear that comparing, you put it away and you, and you replace it with a call to God. And um, remember, God doesn't compare you. To the other people, he loves you and knows you perfectly whole through Christ in him, just the way you at in the place that you're at. And so literally you just call it, name it. It's Satan trying to get you derailed and you name it and you say in the name of Jesus, take this away. God, I, I know that I am yours and you have a call for me and I want to live that out. Help me, help me see where I'm supposed to go next. All right. Um, so, so there's this idea of dreaming. Was it you? Because I, I could name a couple other people that I see on the Facebook feed. Was it you had told me you had a dream that you saw yourself? What What is that? It, it is. I have a dream of the book that I'm working on. So, And I saw the cover of the book behind me while I was standing on stage. And <sighs> if I can share what the cover of the book is. If, yes. If yes. Um, it actually had nothing to do with me. Um, the picture were um, artifacts for all the women that I am to interview for the book. It's not like a book anthology where every chapter is a woman. All her stories are going to be woven together for, you know, for a message for everybody. But a, a heartfelt artifact from each of them are on the cover. Yeah. Okay. So before we move on to Mr. Anonymous or Mrs. Anonymous, whatever, Lisa, um, there's something that I really want you to think on too is, is something that Wendy, I think really inspired us all in the beginning and really throughout her, all of her comments is that, you know, we're being prepared these places that we're at. And so you too, um, you know, you might feel like your, your goals haven't been met, but I believe you wouldn't be listening to an hour of us sitting here talking about God and how you need to make him part of your life if you didn't live this life, if you didn't love um, the idea of this or already do it yourself. So if that's the case and you do have God as part of your life, he is preparing you. 
And so just get yourself ready now. Get yourself around some right people that can help you on this journey. Wendy is one of them. There are many out there. But um, Wendy, tell us a little more about what it is you do. You also are kind of an awesome creator of content. You also um, help people this way. How do you do that? So, well, I'm moving into coaching, but right now Mm -hmm. I'm focusing my time on building the podcast and sharing messages through that platform. And then there'll be courses that come after that. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Lisa, thank you for your transparency, letting us use you as a great example, because believe me, Wendy, I both have been right there. If that's not a little uplifting thing to what your tomorrow might be and everyone listening, we just got to step into it. All right. Mr. or Mrs. Anonymous. Let's go ahead and get started. So this one says, I want to do work like you do, and I can't even imagine how or who would ever want to learn from me. Yeah, we've all felt this way at one point or another. Um, so I feel God telling me to do work like this, but then I quickly put it away. Um, I don't even know why I do that, but do I do think do I think that I am not worthy or able to? Question mark. Am I worried what others will think of me? Question mark. I haven't been a really great person in my past, so would I be lying if I promoted myself to live this life partnered with God? So I just got to give you a little shout out there, Anonymous. Um, these are things we, so Wendy and I both, um, we just got done speaking together at a huge conference. Um, we just got done listening to I don't know, four days of um, reprogramming (laughs) our minds from thinking exactly what this said. So this is human. There were about, I don't know, 500, I think, people there thinking the same thing. So it's okay. But the thing is, um, your story is going to be how you reach people. It is not by accident. God knew every step you were going to make and everything you've done. So when you say, you know, would I be almost an imposter because I've lived this kind of harder life? Are you kidding me? People will relate to you. And and this will be how you reach people that I cannot reach. Wendy reaches people. We have the same call. We want to help people step into their call. We both are going to have businesses. I have launched your legacy where I help entrepreneurs step into their call in three months, turn it into a business. She helps people, same thing, figure out their call and then turn it into their calling. And so we do the same thing, but we do it different. And you're going to do it different based on your experiences. God made you a specific way to reach people. And the one call, the one thing we all have in common and we better have in common if we're going to live this sort of ministry is that we're doing it to the glory of God and that we're doing it to reach his people and to get his people up to him. That is our common thing. That's one thing we can all copy each other on. And I hope we do. All right. So then also, are you able or worthy? Can we get an amen? No, you're not. Neither am I. Neither is Wendy. But with God, we are. All things are possible with him. So where we fall short, we call on God and he helps us. He either puts people in our path that can do it for us and help us, or he creates it and and gives us what we need. Timothy, there's verses about, really, we will remember the written word. that It's already been sown in us. We'll remember it and it'll come to life in us as we work with the Holy Spirit. Jumpstart. Just get going. Jumpstart in this. Wendy, what do you think? We've got some time left. What are you thinking about this sweet guy or girl? The words that came to my mind were some that my friend Christiane Wargo uses, and it's called My Strength is My Story. 
it's actually a segment of her podcast, but this message just rings so true to me. So for this caller, um, your strength is your story and your story was given to you. God knew every day what was going to happen. So while you can look back and, and you feel like you need to have forgiveness for that, he's already forgiven you for whatever, um, whatever trials or tribulations you've been through. And they all make you who you are today. And they're enabling you to serve in a way that others cannot. So, I, and I think that's fantastic. Outstanding. Own that. Be proud of that past that you have, even if it's bumpy, because we've all got a bump in the past. Yeah. I love that you said be proud of it in terms of, you know, another thing is, is that God got you out of it. You know, I mean, that's the that's the golden ticket for everyone. That's why they want to work with you is that you had you were in that place, own it, but he got you out of it and you lean on him and let people know this so that they can trust it. Um, you know, Wendy, I'm looking at our Facebook feed and those of you who are just signing on head to Nikki Kligel, fulfill your legacy and get on that live stream if you want. But there are some really smart people out there. So Lynn um, Williams is saying, are you willing to be in God's will? I mean, it's a matter of free will, isn't it? Do we step into this call? And I can hear on Mr. And Mrs. Anonymous sort of saying that. I want to step in. And it's scary stepping in. But that's what it's all about. You, it was already predestined in you. Jeremiah 29, 11, I have plans for you, plans for hope in a future. And are we willing to start to live that out and step into it, get into the word? You, you look, I looked at your mouth and it looked like you were about ready to say something. <laughs> what did you want to say? Nothing? I did. I forgot. <laughs> That's all right. It's all good. It's all good. I'm going to look at a couple more because I really like for these guys to get involved. And, and I saw somebody else's question up here too. This is a story of mine, and um, somebody really liked you. Are you going to let it shine? Are you going to let it shine? And that was from Wendy's um, talking about her book that's coming up. And, yes, Liz types on here, hope in capital letters, Jeremiah 29, 11, and 12. We are people of hope. You know, I guess we should just spend, we've got two minutes. Let's just spend a little bit of time talking about what it is. I, I did this with Daphne when she was live. We almost played a tennis match where we just say things back and forth that get us in that place of God-partnered living, that place of hope for our future. So what's one thing that you do that our listeners can do that really gets you into this place of hope? Connecting with him through the daily word, you know, connecting with him in the morning. And yeah. I, and if I can share a friend's name, Joan Turley um, brought me um, a process back into my life um, this year. And that has made a huge impact on my life. Let's, let's do that. Um, everyone on Joan Turley's Facebook page, you can find her. It's spelled just like it sounds, but she goes live. You can look back at her old feed. She did it for about two weeks, a month straight. Um, and she's going to be returning back to it. She's a ghostwriter. So she's in the middle of a big crunch right now, but she's returning back to it. And yes, you're right. Getting to the word. Okay. So now I've got to think of one. I'm going to say, um, um, baby steps. I'm going to say, when you see God doing a little thing for you, don't own it. Don't do it. Don't own it as your own greatness and, and how you work so hard because you know what? That's where it stays then. Start recognizing God's little movements in your life and giving him the glory and thanking him because it increases your faith. And pretty soon your little steps of boldness become great, big, huge steps of courageously free living because you're living under the umbrella of God and all of his power and you know it works. But if we rob him 
of that power and we claim it as our own. We don't get to do this. We don't get to feel it and move into it. Okay, do we have another one? Stepping into this place of hope and God-partnered living. Your turn. Got one? I, actually, can I share a quote? Yeah. yeah. Yes. So I was in an antique store and I was in kind of a, uh, I was a little depressed at the time working on a large project and I'll just yeah. leave it at that. And I found an old book from 1893, opened it up. And this quote was, if we do not do the work we were meant to do, it will forever remain undone. In the annals of eternity, there will be something incomplete in all the everlasting years. I know that's a mouthful, but if you don't do the work you were meant to do, it will, nobody else can do it. And if I have a calling bigger than that. Oh, that is so good. Yes, we are down to the last uh, 30 seconds of the show. That is where we need to leave it. I know that that scripture and that or that quote and that book is in your hands on your Instagram page. So everyone go ahead and look, go to Instagram and Facebook for Wendy Gentry. Um, Meet both of us in our uh, social media platforms. Like us, follow us. We want to um, raise you up, empower you, encourage you. You are listening to Living a Life with in the sweet spot we are looking forward to seeing you next week we love you see you guys later bye-bye thank you for tuning into living within the sweet spot please join your host nikki Klegel next wednesday at 7 a.m pacific time 10 a.m eastern time on the voice america empowerment channel until our next program, invite abundance into your life and live a happier, fuller, and more successful life than ever before.